Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Offline Man Scripted. This is a podcast where I share life experiences in a bit to make yours better. Hope you guys had a lovely week. Um, today, being that um, the month of May is one for mental health awareness, I'll be having an episode with a good friend of mine <laughs> that I've been a bad friend to, but a good friend of mine that I met um, at NYSC camp. Hilary, I, I don't want to bastardize your surname. <laughs> so yeah, I'm here with Hilary today. Hilary, say hi. Hi everyone. Um, it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Bye. What's your What's the pronunciation of your surname? Um, so 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 usually I'm, I'm when when I when I um introduce myself to to people, I just like to stop at Hilary. Not because my surname is very difficult to pronounce, but just because I just liked my name. Really, is Hilary. Moziri is just whatever, um, but the surname is Moziri. That's how it's pronounced. Moziri. Okay. Yes. You don't want to know what came to my head, child, but let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to give us like a brief intro? Like I would, but I, I feel like I don't know so much. I know you, you're an author. Yeah, that part we'll talk about that part. But please just give us like a brief intro about who Hillary is. Okay, so um, my name is Hillary. Um, uh, that's like my professional yes, name. Yes. My family will uh, come. They prefer to call me. My family prefers to call me Obina, which is my 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 uh, native name. Um, but is Obina like for like first son or something, right? No, Obina actually means heart of the father or heart of God. You know, oh. depending on the context. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So so that's what uh, my family would prefer to call me. But you know, um, my name is Hillary. I. I'm a communications manager currently. Um, I, work, I work in non-profit sector, I'm doing some impact work, I'm engaging with um, people in Nigeria, and you know my work now just includes inclu- uh, engaging with people also outside the country. Um, so uh, that's what I'm, that's like a, a summary of what I do in terms of a JD. Um, but I write. I do a lot of writing. I started from you know from way back to write and. Um, you already mentioned that I'm an author, so I have a book that I wrote in 2017. I have other books in the works. Um, I'm also I also happen to be like a, a training facilitator, so I I teach courses um, in communication. I teach courses in digital marketing to to people to young people um, in different programs. Um, so so that can also come on that. You know I don't I don't think I can call myself a speaker, a public speaker, but that is also what public speaking. Um, entails just that in this case I'm I'm training people on a particular um, course or, or courses, so um, I'm very terrible at doing at doing, at doing intros, um, and that's why I just like to say my name is Hillary, and maybe you're free to find out what I do. Oh nice! Wow, wait, like when you mentioned all these years, like when you said that your first book was in 2017 in my head i'm like going back to oh, what were you doing in 2017 how old were you when you wrote your first book i mean if you don't mind me asking i mind actually <laughs> oh okay, that's fine <laughs> that's fine that's fine because 2017 what was i doing in but i was pretty young actually um, oh yeah, wow that, that's i was but i was but i was already in my 20s i mean I early, very early 20s in, wait 2017 i graduated 2018 2017 i was in my final year in 2017 Wow, that's amazing. Do you want to talk a little about your book? Tell us um, about So, 
so my book is titled the voyager's news um yeah me the the, the 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 idea behind that right here was just me one day i just felt like you know i was I, I'm, in, i'm on a journey and i'm like these are the things i think about because i'm also i happen to be a deep thinker so i mm. just think i just think of a lot of things um i spend a lot of time thinking so when i was thinking of it of a, of a, of a topic to to of a, a title for the book i just felt um your every human being is on a journey and when you're in journey there are things that inspire you there are things that mm-hmm. that uh, motivate you there are experiences that shape you um and so i just thought okay someone on the journey is called a voyager and then those things can be referred to as a muse those things are inspire you so i just said okay so let me just put it together the voyager's news um and then the topic this the book is now like it's not it's, it's not the real typical kind of book that has chapters so okay. i decided to bring together essays so they weren't really chapters they were just different random essays i had written um oh. that were inspirational maybe the essays around you know self help essays around um, um forgiveness essays around you know being the best version of yourself that i had those short, short essays really so i felt okay let me put these essays together and these are things that were really a result of my of my deep thinking so when i think um of something i i write them down and i said okay let me put together these essays and make it a book so that was really um that was essentially what it became um since 2017 um i've just been um writing you know proper books but i've not um had anyone out that really was a a a, a learning um experiment for me although the book did did well uh, it did well at the time it didn't do as well as i thought it would do but at that time it actually became one of the books that we read in my department um, oh really in school, in school. yeah yeah one of my lectures ah, that's that massive <laughs> one of my lecturers then that you know that that uh, I approached actually he came to he came to one of our classes one day and said we're doing a course on writing for the mass media that was the name of the course so he was like who here has written a book that we can sample something like that so i i, I didn't raise my hand in class i just went after to him um, to his office and i said sir i actually have a book um, and i think that this is an opportunity so and he gave me the opportunity and we sold the book in my department and we were like in my in my class at the time we were 320 oh, students wow. so we so, sold like, the book then. yeah it was like a, it now became like a recommended book that everyone bought and it became a book that people had to read because then they gave assignments on do a review of the book that uh-huh. you read so <laughs> so that was like one of the that was like you know uh that was like the biggest sale i had that period actually because when that number of people obviously not the, not the entire 320 bought the book but you know above 100 at least 150 people bought the book and you know everyone was looking at me like who is this guy that came to this class and wants to force us to to, <laughs> <laughs> to read this book <laughs> <laughs> to read this book you know I, i'm sure many of them didn't read it because they wanted to read it but they Yeah, they, they yeah, read it they read it because they had to read it I'm like I don't care at the end of the day I'm just making money um, you know so so that was like one of the highlights of that period apart from some of the, some exhibitions I did in conferences all right I feel like I've talked so much about that that's amazing that I mean you should I, I don't think you told me about the book I think I found that on your Instagram page or something you should talk more about it I mean yeah you should yeah Um have you written anything on mental health? Like aside health, from no. like the book um have you written no. anything on mental health? No. Like, 
that would be that would be interesting to read would like to take from your deepness yeah so um <laughs> mental health right um what has yeah. you interest in mental health I mean, I mean before we go, before we even go into like mental health, what exactly is mental health? Like when people say, "Oh, um, I think I have a mental condition or something, something." What exactly is is that like a definition? It says like it's. I'm sure anybody listening to this probably not understand they're coming across um, the phrase like mental health, right? That kind mm. of thing. But what sort of definition would you give? Yeah, yeah. I actually agree with you that mental health. I mean, you know. There's this stigma behind when people mention mental health, people just mm-hmm. think that it's one, you know, in, like, in Africa, Nigeria, <laughs> too, madness. They so it's think your way like thought, or you need to go to yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's actually not. It just, it's just, it's for me. I, I think mental health uh, is just a condition. It's like a condition that that lasts for a period of time. That is mm-hmm. that that is that 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 uh, is characterized by you know sadness or anxiety. Um, or even depression. So, so medical people will tell you that it's a medical condition, and it probably is. Um, but for me, it's like a state of mind. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a condition where, and I, like I said, it's persistent because it's not something that it, it, it has to happen over a period of time. It's not something that you feel today, and then you know if you feel it today and you don't feel it tomorrow, it's probably not mental health. But if you're feeling it today, you're feeling it in a week time, you're feeling it in a month time then you know it has lasted for that for a period of time and you know you know i characterize that as a mental health situation and like like i said it's it's uh, it, it's characterized by sadness anxiety you know social isolation um depression you know things like that oh, okay um i know that you mentioned that you were sort of like writing a piece um leading up to your body oh, right away i'll be very just and i that what? <laughs> you give such good hugs the, literally your hugs were like right? what got me through NYSE camp like when I'm stressed in the morning I know I'm going to see Hilary and going to hug me and I'm going to be okay <laughs> literally <laughs> I'm not even joking and I'm not exaggerating but yeah, yeah such I'm an amazing sure. person I'm, I'm serious I'm not I'm actually not I'm actually like that in law school it was somebody yeah. else it was some, just seeing somebody being himself yeah. um, that made me go through law school also like that like I just want to see him walk by, be himself, and I'm like, okay, that, as long as I get to see him get <laughs> money, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be yeah. fine. So yeah, your hugs did actually get me to um, NYC camp. Thank you, thank, thank you. Not like you saved my life, literally. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, happy birthday. So I mean, you. Uh, I was talking about how you had you wrote like pieces on mental. Was it on mental health specifically? All the pieces. Yes, yes. So okay. it was it was it was a series that I did, um, um, uh, a ten part series that I did because um, usually on my birthdays, at least for the past two years, I do um, something. Uh, maybe I write something uh, uh, on a on a specific topic le- leading up to my birthday. So my birthday is on the tenth of May. So I usually starts around the first or the second, um, and I write and I post each day uh, um, a write up about something. Um, so last year was on it was on gratitude i did this um 10 part series on gratitude and then this way i thought um it's probably going to be okay if i talk about mental health but you know mental health from my own perspective and how you know how what i what steps i took to improve on my on my mental health um so yeah i did uh, do a write-up and, and i got some reviews actually and i'm happy that some people read it um do we ever get like have it 
see you maybe like is it on your instagram page no i i did it on whatsapp actually so but i'm actually thinking of now expanding it you know you know so of course you know the ideas lead yeah. to more ideas so i'm thinking yeah. of expanding it maybe into like um, a longer a long article or a short um, a short uh, book or you know something that was, um, that's yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I was going to ask like, what sparked your interest in like mental health? What sparked my interest? Um, hmm. you know, like I said, mental health. When people talk about mental health, it just many people that don't understand mental health feel like it's some is you know attach some stigma to it, and they feel yeah. like it's something that. But I feel I just feel like it's, a, it's something that is real, and mm-hmm. and we 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 probably have all had a mental health episode, but yeah. many people aren't aware. Um, some people are so it's i think the onus is now on those people who are aware to talk about it and um and make it make it popular in a way that mm-hmm. it, it just becomes like headache i'm probably one of those people that are aware that what what, what, what mental health is because i've experienced episodes of myself so I, I thought let me just add my voice and let me be one of the people talking about mental health and and let's see you know how far it goes so so my interest in mental health started from my own experience um which i'm hoping to share you know with you when I, when i had those episodes i probably didn't know at the time that there were mental health issues but i knew after when i started healing when, when i started you know you know thinking about what exactly i'm going through and how to get out of it you know so i i, I took some deliberate steps and I'm still taking those steps because, you know, as long as you're a human being, there are going to be times when mental health will want to creep in, you know. So it just takes you being aware and you having like a strategy to get out of it. So I'm still, you know, in that phase of of, of doing the things that I did to improve my mental health. Um, so, but to answer your question, what sparked my interest? It really was just the need to enlighten to talk about it and to enlighten more people about it and then of course my experience right so i mean it was after i had my own episode and then i'm like okay so why do i feel this way what is happening to me and then i'm checking online and i'm seeing oh this might be um symptoms of like anxiety because i had like crazy anxiety anxiety Mm -hmm. right as a person on your own outside of like going out to to the internet how exactly do you know that what i'm going through right now right now in this moment yeah. when i'm panicking my heart is racing or like i'm just i'll just have this overshadowed sadness depression and all that yeah. how do you by yourself know that oh shit i think i'm having a mental health episode yeah so i think one of the ways you can find out is if you're if you begin to notice changes in your usual behavior um so for example if you're the outgoing type and you suddenly don't feel like going out you don't feel like socializing uh then you know that it's it, you, you know there's something wrong obviously the the there's something that causes it um that will cause you to behave that way and when that thing is happening you know when when, when you're just experiencing sadness it, it may be normal but when that sadness has led you to 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 doing things that you you probably wouldn't do on a normal on a normal time mm-hmm. then then you know that there's something there's something wrong so if you're if you start noticing behavioral changes if you're now the kind of person that is and usually it's usually the opposite of who you are so if you're the outgoing type and then you suddenly realize or, you know feel like you don't want to go out you don't want to socialize 
you feel that you should just stay indoors and think and cry then there's something wrong but if you're the indoor type or the introverted type and that's where you're you find your comfort zone and then you suddenly feel like you know you don't suddenly don't feel that comfort zone with yourself start seeking seeking um you know sort of seeking friendships you know seeking outside comforts you know Mm. finding trying to find ways to get out of your own head Mm. you know then that's it um, an abnormal behavior you know uh, compared to your normal behavior and then if you if you if you see that it's 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 lasting uh, for a period of time um, or maybe there are other things like in my case i said I, i stopped going to work like physically i just stayed at home i worked completely completely i worked i worked from home during that entire period that was february of of 2020 uh, i think of 2021 maybe 2020 2021 yes i stayed at home all through and you know 21 february is like 28 days so i didn't even realize when february started at the end then <laughs> but when it ended i was like wow i did i just stay at home throughout this period working from home and i and didn't you're usually not want you're not usually want to stay at home and work right yeah i usually would not i, I, I mean i'm like i'm i would normally stay at home but that is because I had gone out and had spent time outside and I want okay. to rest. So so I'm not the kind of person that maybe on Saturdays on weekends I'll go party or go visiting friends or whatever. You know, but to not go out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is not is not me. But when that happened and I, I would just wake up in the morning, I I just pick my laptop and say, I mean, let me just walk from home. There's no, there's no need, you know, going outside or going to work physically that was a sign for me but like i said it wasn't a sign when it was happening it was a sign after it, you know it the phase so it, it, it there has to be something that changes about you that would give you and it's usually negative mm. um, i was going start, to say like it's usually negative right yeah usually negative but maybe when you start to eat too much <laughs> or you start to you know you know drink or smoke you know or do things that you ordinarily wouldn't do then you have to pause and ask you know why 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 is this going on why are you doing this then maybe you now begin to trace back to the causes and then you can realize that you know this is this is not normal and this probably meant to help i think it also takes like a very self aware person to self diagnose sometimes like, yeah because if, you, yeah. if you're not even self aware enough to know that oh this is me in my natural state this is me usually you would really not probably even notice when there are changes right yeah yeah i mean you already touched down a little on what your episode was like but is there like more that you would like to share because to be honest right when i had my own episode it was it wasn't it wasn't a so like my own episode was sort of like like really <laughs> really crazy anxiety and it was <laughs> it was so crazy that um where i used to stay was a duplex my room was upstairs yeah. in the middle of the night i'll come downstairs because i could not sleep and i'll pace i'll have to like run around the sitting room like literally run to stop my mind from over processing you know when you know when um laptop is booting and it's making this sound literally mm. that's sort of like how my mind was racing like i would be <laughs> my mind would be racing um i have really sweaty palms so i'll have to like run like marathon to tire my body down so i was also yeah. tire my mind down Do you understand so i mean yeah. that was vastly not normal like 
nobody could tell me that that was my like my natural state <laughs> i don't i don't think i needed self-awareness to know that okay this is not normal right but yeah. for like somebody else that maybe you just maybe want to, you want to spend more time inside i, I know of someone that she just she wouldn't come out of her room right she just mm. in darkness <laughs> And it was like, oh, maybe I just don't really want to be with people. You know, when it's like very, when it comes up very subtle like that, you're, you're not really take cognizance of it. Yeah. Mood that I mean, but then the mood continues to last for weeks and months, and then you completely lose yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. So, is there like an experience that you would also like to share? So, if there's just someone out there that sort of like has maybe something similar. They can now start like, oh, maybe, maybe I should eat into this. Maybe I should check this. Do you understand? Yeah. So, you know, I I feel like I I put pressure on myself a lot. Pressure to want to be the best version of myself in terms of maybe have a flawless career, have a flawless, you know, you know, uh, personality. Blah blah blah. Um, oh yeah, wait wait. Have... In all this, your flawlessness. You did you didn't mention that you okay came out with a first class in uni. Whoa. I was going to actually. I was. I was getting. Are you being humble? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you brag, oh, please brag. <laughs> no, no. I mean, what I was about to say is actually leading up to that. So, okay. so, so, yeah. Um, and you know, I had have this mighty dream about you know. Actually, when I was very young, I had this. I think it was. I like to refer to it as a vision because it's it's one thing that has happened to me that has stuck um with me it's not it wasn't a random dream and you know it was that it was a very um substantial experience that i still see very clearly even up till now um because of personal reasons i don't like to share but that's like a vision of myself that i had seen from a very young age and you know maybe one of the disadvantages of god showing me that vision was what it has now led to you know the kind of pressure to get there and get there fast mm-hmm. you know so 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 it was um it's all of these things that are one of some of the things that when 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 things are not now happening according to your plan mm-hmm. or according to the vision that you have for yourself in my case what was one of the things that started leading to the um uh, to the depression the mental health you know breakdown that i experienced um and you know for someone like me i i graduated first top of my class first class and you, you would think that a first class graduate would you know would come out of school would get a job immediately and maybe get one of the best jobs mm. and you just be flying up 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 from there um you know but i'll just like to stop, stop actually here and say that you know i don't think um disadvantaged anyway i actually think that god has been you know has been really faithful i've had a fantastic life when i left school it just took me you know less than six months i got a job i moved to abuja i started working you know that was like a proper job after school mm-hmm. um you know so 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 typically other people will feel um, like other people will feel like that's exactly you know what the, the goal or the dream right to leave school come up with the first class and get a job but because i had you know a, a sort of a magnificent uh, um uh, uh, vision or picture of 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 who i am or where i should be i wasn't taking notes of the things that were actually happening so i was always when things happen i always look for the you know what's next you know and that was one of the um biggest things that i'm trying to you know 
work biggest faults rather than trying celebrate to celebrate celebrate your little wins yeah yeah so when that started happening we became something that we became really consistent so i just started feeling unsatisfied i started feeling you know unfulfilled like even though things were actually happening well now i know that things are happening or were happening at the time but when you know at that time nothing felt like it was happening i felt like i was the worst person i felt like i got the worst job even though i had a job you can imagine how stupid that 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 is i felt i had the worst job i felt like i wasn't getting what i was supposed to get you know it was just a lot of things that culminated to the point that i just started feeling very very down so so for for the, for for uh in, in april april like became the peak of everything um i just stay and and probably then i was also i was also looking for looking to um uh go abroad for my masters i had applied for admission i had gotten admission but you know just somehow it wasn't working at the time and now i'm thinking probably it was because of your your ingratitude and because of you know all, all the things that that they may not work at that time or maybe it just wasn't the time you know for it to happen but i was getting admission you know for many schools in the uk but i just wasn't somehow it just wouldn't work and i wouldn't leave for the masters so everything seemed as though it wasn't working according to my my plan mm. and it was leading somehow into depression so it got to a point i just i just stayed home all through i wasn't going out i wasn't going to work and most of the time i was i would be thinking if if I, if a boy if, if my phone buzzes and it's a notification i'll think it's an email i just get like panic attacks i'm like who is sending me this email this time what is this email about is it a new job is it a new is, is it is it uh, you know a call of something huge you know i, would, I just <laughs> something <huge. laughs> So I just became very expectant, you know, and it was very and it was very unnecessary to be to, to be fair. Um, but you know, these are some of the things I experienced at the time. I was experiencing anxiety, I was experiencing panic attack. At some point, I was even asking, "Is there really God? You know, what what, what am I what am I praying for this thing to happen and it's not happening? But God, you showed me that this was going to happen. You know, what is really the problem? So it was just a series of um doubts it was a series of anxiety it was a series of uh um you know questioning myself questioning god and you know and the existence and you know when this thing when these things happen sometimes we don't even realize that is is very stupid because now i'm i'm, I'm saying it and i'm even thinking about it and i'm like is very i'm sure when my mom if my mom listens to this to this podcast when it's eventually out she'll be like look at this stupid boy because my mom is gonna <laughs> my mom and my dad one of the people like they're like my biggest fans like every day my dad is is when i speak to him every day he's thanking god for your life like look at how you you turned out look at how you graduated the first class look at how you got a job without anybody's help look at how you... so he's always he's like he's like my check most of the time so when he hears this podcast he'll be like look at this fool <laughs> you know but 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 this was these are things like this is something i experienced and it was real to me at the time sometimes i'll have i'll have sleep most times actually i'll have sleepless nights i'll just wake up in the middle of the night and i can no longer sleep um sometimes i i would sleep and i'll have dreams and i'm like ha you know it became it became insomnia it became sleeping disorders 
you know it became loss of appetite although I'm a, I'm, I'm a foodie so for you for me to lose appetite for food, for food. there was definitely something wrong you know and it, it, it was just a lot of things actually um so so yeah that that's like one of my of my mental health um experiences i, I, don't, I don't think i want to take um, much of your time i mean for you right you sort yes. of you would just say you know the cost of the episode right yeah i think i know the i think my, my cost was just um it was it was one of the causes but it was actually obviously um ingratitude like right. i mentioned right. okay so I was, I'm asking, sorry sorry to go to yeah yeah go ahead because i'm asking this question because for 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 me right i still mm. don't know how anxiety became like a part of my reality to be honest um and i was saying because maybe i've always had it and i didn't know what it was yeah but and like the one time that it became so real to me was the first that night that i couldn't sleep and i had to like run around to tire myself out but like looking back is there usually like are there usually triggers or causes that okay so if i've not had an episode before that i can okay, maybe i should avoid these things avoid these things avoid these things so i don't come up with a mental health episode i don't even understand yeah what, what i'm asking here yeah. yeah for some people um it's 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 like self um sort of self-inflicted mm. um for example maybe in my case it was self-inflicted i just wasn't grateful for the things i had and the things i was getting um for some for some other people it's life it's life experiences maybe a loss of a loss of a father a loss of a loved one loss of a mother you know whatever the case mm. for some people it's just like you know still life experiences maybe unemployment i, I know many young people that are just I mean, they are downtrodden, and it's just because they don't have jobs. Um, I, I run this program, or I used to teach on this in this program. It's called the Next Economy Program, and it's a program for young people um, uh, across Nigeria, young people who are looking for jobs. So it's a training program where we give them like core life skills and train them on employability skills. So I, I remember one of the times I was I was taking a class on I, I met this I met this young lady and she she after the after the class i took the class on communication skills she met me after the class and was and was like thanking me to the class and asking me how to get away from what she was feeling because she was telling me that she doesn't have a job and she has graduated you know many years she still doesn't have a job and that's why she's doing this program in the first place but apart from getting the job that even when she sees opportunities she just feels like because of the consistent rejections that she's gotten from application she just feels like this is going to be another rejection even if i apply so it, it just she, she that makes her skeptical from applying in the first place um so and that's one of her experiences and she also told me about how she has been depressed about it how she has even you know been seeking uh those um religious help in terms of prayer uh, and things like that. So I don't. I'm, I'm just saying that to point out that there are different things. Unemployment for many young people, especially if you think you're, if you feel you're bright and you're just, you know, wondering why you are just not getting results, is one of the things that can just lead you into, into, sleep, into depression or into a bad right. mental state. Yeah. So it could also be the, lo- the, the the loss of a loved one. Um, it could be a friend or family. It could be self-inflicted. It could just be you being ungrateful. It could just be you, you know 
not seeing things for what they really are mm-hmm. um it can also be expectation so when you mention anxiety i'm like one of the one of the causes of anxiety for me is expectation so when if you're the kind of person that or if you notice that you keep expecting things from people from yourself you speak expecting things to happen um maybe for this relationship to go this direction it's not going this direction you're expecting things from your spouse or from your boyfriend or your girlfriend and it's not happening you know it just circles back to you and oh, you sort of leads to depression breakfast that you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes yeah. that can be cut short those experiences are things you may not have gotten into if you just live the life of expecting nothing from anybody mm-hmm. so expectations really truly is are you expecting this job some people just have this entitlement mentality you apply for a job or you apply for a scholarship or you apply for a program you just expect that you're going to get it but for goodness sake you're not the only one that applied yeah. you know there are a lot of people that are that have applied and it could just be that it's not your time so but because you feel you're expecting something to happen the way you have planned it to happen and it doesn't happen you just go back to now it sort of goes back to you questioning yourself so expectation is one of the things and i can i can say that expectation may be self-inflicted you know i don't know but it's one of it's absolutely one of the things that can that can cause um depression it also can be caused by um depression can also be caused by our mental health um issues can be caused by trauma you know childhood trauma um or even adulthood trauma um you know but childhood trauma specifically there are people who have gone through through you know very um horrible experience okay so so yeah childhood trauma um is is definitely one of the things that um can lead to depression in the future so um for many people it could be um like i said you know how someone said something consistently to you and it stuck and it stuck to you and sort of it became what you believed of yourself um it could also be that you experienced <clears throat> you experienced uh, abuse in your family it could also be the bully in school you know different things that experiences that just uh, happened when you were a child that stuck with you and it could also be experiences even as an adult um public perception what people them um, think of you or uh, about you that you've come to learn and that has you know affected you know affected you in so many ways um but it now takes you being aware that it's actually because of this experience i had in the past that is leading me to this now and then when you do recognize that it's important that you do take steps to 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 correct that not just correct the the the, the correct bad mental health but also correct um the 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 scar that that trauma had left to you probably been able to with the help of the Holy spirit honestly literally yeah i've been able to drink like should i say filter or like maybe like the level was on like maybe 80 now i'm probably on like 10 i can i'm mm. less sort of like shut my mind down when i have yeah. like and thought yeah yeah so i mean back to the um the right up strategy done how um what you your tactics and strategies to help yourself better um manage yeah. um episodes of mental health can you share um how you've been able to deal right how you've been able to deal yeah okay um so this is a disclaimer first of all um it's not obviously it's not um a 
what do they call it again? It was a one size fits all. Definitely. Um, uh, you know, so it's definitely not that. These are things that worked for me, and I'm hoping that it works for anybody that reads or that listens to this podcast. Um, uh, so yeah, so I took a number of steps actually, uh, more than what I had uh, shared, but I had to limit it to ten, ten sort of broad things. So one of the things I, I I did was that I started obviously gratitude was one of the things I started practicing, um, which was why I shared it in my last birthday before this one. Um, I just realized that it was important for me to count the things that are actually working, um, that are happening, and be gra- and be grateful for them, and you know, and express the gratitude for them. And it goes a long way um, to to cause you to heal. So when you experience something like I experienced, it's important for you to just realize that. If, if there are things you can't be grateful for, at least you can be grateful for the fact that you're breathing, that you're eating, that you're healthy, that you have clothes, you know, on your back, that you have, you know, uh, a roof over your head and things like Those are things that not everyone has. Um, and, and even the job that you currently have or the internship you're currently doing if you don't have a job, there has to be something that that is working that you should be grateful for. Um, so I started practicing gratitude. Um, that's one of the things I did. But back to one of the, some of the things I shared, I started also, I decided, like, I, 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 and it was deliberate to to um, say yes to myself. So I, I said, I call it, I started saying yes to myself. Um, and many things helped me. What do you yes to yourself? What do I mean yes to myself? So yes to myself just in terms of... Um, sort of permitting myself to live a fuller life so for example we are i, I find i find that human beings we are very very uh we're very prone to limiting ourselves not even in the deepest way possible but even in simple in simple things maybe today you want to eat pizza or shawarma and you just feel like i ah, know let me save this money for tomorrow or let me not eat this or let me, let me deprive myself of this right you know, but that but that's actually what you what you're craving at the moment but you're saying no at the moment, hoping that you do that next. And maybe tomorrow you won't be craving, you'll be craving something else, you know. So even from the simplest things, even from, you know, just saying no to someone. For example, when people invite you to things, you're not in the mood to, to, you're not in the mood to go, but you just feel like saying yes to them because, because you know, you don't want to hurt them. Then, then what you're doing uh, invariably is saying no. You know, to yourself. So mm-hmm. what I what, so simple things like that. Um, but for me, it even includes you know living a more social life, being more you know um, expanding my network and doing that intentionally. I mean, I mean, I work in a space where I meet people every day, but I've re- I, I usually do not utilize that that um, opportunity of meeting people and sort of just engaging with people because of the social life I'm used to. You know, the, the kind of um, isolated life um, I, I mean kind of i don't know how to engage because maybe just put it that way i just feel like you know what's the what's going to be the benefit of this mm-hmm. am i not disturbing this person but at the end of the day i've come to realize that even people want to to engage with you people you know will, that, that experience of engaging with other people helps you build yourself as a human being and even your career so things like saying yes to invites because I want to go, not because the person wants me to go. Things like even, you know, for me, I, I, trying out new restaurants and if I feel like eating pizza now, I'm going to buy it now if I can afford it, except I can't. 
if i want to if i like this thing and i want to get it i'll just go ahead and get it regardless and just be like possibly they say if i broke my business yeah. <laughs> you know you know small things like that and you know they're small but they're meaningful to me because those are some of the things that that you know i i couldn't do for myself i could i didn't realize that i could do for myself and it was just affecting how fully i could live because I, i could see people doing it and sometimes i wonder is there anything special about about them that is making them able to do it and i, I could just see how happy i mean i have a friend who literally is the is the kind of person that she's not i can't call her an extroverted person but she's the kind of person that if she wants to go swimming today god damn it she's going to go swimming that day regardless of anything she's just the kind of person that enjoys herself because she wants to you know so 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 that kind of thing i didn't have it but i I knew i needed it and then when i just decided and that was just this year i think generally when i read a book by shonda rhimes it was titled my year of years so that book was just like it literally changed my life you know she just said she just narrated to me like she reflected back to me the life i was living and shona rams is the kind of person um is a memoir by the way and she was just writing about how she was always locked up um all she knew was just to write write scripts and you know write movies she wasn't you know saying yes to the best of things she would get uh she would get invites to awards and she would reject them because she felt she wasn't good enough or she felt that you know she just she didn't deserve it you know things like that so she now came to a point in her life where she began to say yes to all of those things and that you know immediately transformed her life so i took cues from from that story and from that book and i'm like okay if things as little as giving myself the, the food i want to eat can change my life how can make me feel you know there's something there's something that is very um very life changing or very fulfilling when when you crave something and you and get it, it. Yeah. and you give it to yourself so there's, there's a satisfaction that comes for you know from doing that that mm-hmm. i've come to realize it's like wow you know so i can just stay and chill and do this for myself mm-hmm. and not have to have someone do it for me or beg someone to do it for me yeah. you know so so those things i started doing intentionally um and i realized that one of the things it did for me was that it, it helped it grow my self-worth that was one of the things and another thing it did for me is that it helped me cut expectations so i i i'm I, not right now i can tell you that i can go on a date and it sounds strange to many people i can go on a date with myself yeah some of my some of my colleagues are even like like hilary how would you just wake up one morning and go and go, and go and go to dinner you're sitting alone on that on that table and chair you're eating alone you're taking pictures of yourself how does that feel and I, and to be honest i don't know how i don't know i've never felt anything very freeing in my life as doing that in fact it's therapy for me right now and i do it very you know every once in a while probably every once a month if i have money i go to a fancy restaurant i just sit down i eat i just take in the moment you know it, i i found it very um very i mean life changing you know and it's especially in the experience i've come to come to love i literally can just stand up and go out and i'm going to dress up for no be say i'm going to go you know looking anyhow i'll that dress up like i'll gage dress up go out sit down order food and eat and there's no one there's no girlfriend i'm taking on a date there's no one taking me on a date there's there are no friends i'm hanging out with you know and i do that you know and i love it in fact i've loved this to the point that i even prefer it than going out with people <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
so 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 those kind of you know uh, that, that kind of approach to life is one of the things that i adopted um from saying yes to myself you know saying yes to you know to self love saying yes to networking saying yes to um to events you know even recently i was invited to for a networking events and usually these are things that i would see and skip and i'm like a big boy was it, it was i just felt even when i was going for it i was like hey like are you really going <laughs> what are you doing but i was like damn it i'll go and i went and i enjoyed it and i came out like wow so i can i can actually do this and enjoy it then why have i not been doing it so yeah number one obviously was saying yes to myself um saying yes also is very no it's 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 included in saying yes to your personality saying yes to your flaws mm. saying yes to your you know to the to the great sides of you to, the, to that version of you that you love saying yes to the versions of you that you don't love but it just happens to be the version of you that exists you know just owning yourself in the best way possible um was what all that meant so that was number 1 um number 2 was uh i decided to that the goal in life was to move um and that, that i mean that's what i tagged it and what what i mean by that is um i also realized that you we hold tightly to things as human beings we hold tightly to things we hold tightly to uh, experiences that we've had in the past we hold tightly to the perceptions of ourselves that we feel that should happen or that's you know that life that we feel we should be living we hold tightly to that we hold tightly to friendships that even though they're not working we're just holding tightly to them we hold tightly to relationships that they're not working but we just cannot let go we hold tightly to jobs that we don't enjoy but because we were afraid of getting we're afraid that we, that we may not get another job then we just hold that little bit we hold that little so many things and the truth also is that holding tightly may be the only option you you think you have but it's not the option that is that is liberating for you you're not you're not enjoying it but you're just doing it you know so i decided that you know i just have to move i have to i have to move away I have to move forward. I have to move toward. I have to move out. I have to move up. I just have to move whatever moving means in any context. You know, and if 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 it if it means moving on from uh from a bad experience, then I just have to move on. If it means moving on from a bad relationship, I just have to move on. And the thing about moving on is that it's scary but when you actually decide and take the step to move you you find the opportunities that you, that you that you think they didn't exist yeah you start seeing you know you start seeing all those things that you weren't seeing when you were holding tightly to something so i decided you know that um my goal in life was to was to just move um if there's something that i do that doesn't work move take it that it's not the time for it to work move on try again you know that's also something that moving um help me learn um move away from those friendships that are not working move away from uh you know relationships that are not working move away from that job just move basically you know and i also decided i'm moving that i wasn't going to move move just for the sake of moving but i was going to move with intention mm. and you know i was going to move because there was a, i had a reason to move and the 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 intention then became you know to move decisively so you're moving then you're moving with a plan 
you're moving the, um, you know but having in mind that the plan may just not work too mm-hmm. but you still have to move you know and then when you move to that plan and that plan still doesn't work you just move you just keep moving really and you find that you're not you you're when you're moving intentionally you're not moving backward no you're, you're never backward exactly so it may be the one of the, the harder decisions you have to take but you have to take it but you just have to take it because you need to move so you so know that's one of the things I, I learned if you are in a bad state think of ways to move out of it so when i was feeling that you know depressed i started thinking how do i get out of this how do i get out of this but if you don't have the intention to if you don't have the intention or the mentality to move then you're going to remain there because you know you're not your mind doesn't tell you your goal in life is not to move you know basically your mind doesn't your default setting isn't to move so you you, you don't you can't help it but to but to be stuck but when you have made it your default setting to move when you're in a bad state then you begin to think of how to move or how to get out of that state you know so that's one of the things help you know moving you know does for you even when you're experiencing a bad mental health so moving was definitely something that you know i decided that the goal in life was to move and it means everything if i applied for a job tomorrow and i didn't get it on to the next i keep moving you know when i when i don't get what i want on to the next i keep it moving you know when i mean when i don't get the relationship i want on to the next you know but just make intentional steps to get away from what exists and allow yourself or give yourself the permission to experience what's next Mm. so so that's definitely one of the things one of the things i did um the next thing i did uh be honest like with everything that you're saying i could sort of relate it to um how i also moved from my how i am now in a more healthy place than i was before to be honest like i can relate to quite a number of things i don't know if i could have put them in words like you did or like in action have but it, it makes sense for me it makes sense so yeah then the the, the 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 third thing i have in this series is that i, I became more serious about space and privacy okay. and this is for me this is one of the, also one of the biggest things that has happened to me um i used to think i'm a very private person but i mean <laughs> until i decided to be private and i knew that ah what you were doing then you were just learning work <laughs> so I, you know i just realized that I just decided, I just started to enjoy my own personal space. Yes. And I decided to protect it, you know. So I I I I started to enjoy it and I realized that wow. So this is how much peace I can have just you know myself. in my space but just by myself. And I was like damn it. So I'm going to protect it with everything I have. Um and everything whatever it costs to protect this space I'm going to protect it. If it, if it means cutting people off then I'm going to cut them off if it's going to help me protect my space and protect my peace. So I became more serious with you know with, with that. Um one of the and that means that means many things actually to me as well. It even means like I said protecting space and privacy is important. It means um sometimes I come back home, I lock my door and if you, if anybody likes them, it made a knock from morning <laughs> to night. If I just don't feel like opening the door I'm not going to open the door simply because this is the time I have I've given myself to sort of sort of an, an alone time. Mm-hmm. Um so 
I just started, you know, enjoying it. Um, and and I, I wasn't even a very extroverted person in the first place. So it was even easy for me to to do that. Um, and just, just what I told you about going on dates by myself and, and not, and not uh, you know, being bothered about anything. I, and I loved it. So, you know, that space required me, I mean, it's, it required me to let go of things, really, and let go of people. And even, you know, experience, some people would say, Hillary is too, um, like, literally, I can be in my compound. I don't, nobody visits me, you know. <laughs> And, be, and that's because they've now they've seen they've, they've sometimes people will be like so you like when i leave the house sometimes they'll be like so you've been in the house all this while and nobody even knew that you're there there's no sound coming up from from the, from your apartment it's nothing <laughs> and these people don't even know what's going on <laughs> you know so i i just enjoy being by myself and not for the wrong reasons but just because i just feel like when when I'm deliberate about when I decide that okay today or this week I'm going to be by myself, it's really very productive for me. That's one of those are some of the times when I think of you know the best ideas. Those are some of the times when I just have to relax and rest, uh, you know, and do my work. Um, uh, you know, so it became important to me to just not only enjoy that but also to protect it. Mm. And and, that, that, and that's one of the things that I did. Even, even, and some of some, some people may think, what's the, what's the like? It doesn't connect. Like when you're in mental health situation, you are obviously being alone is one of the worst things that can, that you should do, you know, to yourself, because it may it may it may worsen the situation. But like I said, it depends on what you your your purpose is for being alone. Um, right. If, or like you're, the state of mind while you're alone. Yes, or exactly. Even the state of mind while you're alone. Um, my state of mind is usually the state of mind of, of you know, calming down the noise, the external noise, and even the internal noise. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes I'm in, I'm, I'm in alone in the room and I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking out loud, and what I'm saying, just professing things to myself, professing great things, you know, saying, Hillary, you're going to be this, you're going to do this, God loves you, you're going to. But I can't say all those things when people are around. People will be like, "Are this person mad?" <laughs> you know. So if if I have to deprive myself of having that kind of self self talk because I want to have people around, then it's not worth it. You know. Right. So so you know it depends again on your intention and on your state of mind. If being alone is if 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 all you're doing when you're when you're alone is to think the worst things of yourself is to drown yourself in that depression then you should get up and, and you know find something else to do but if what you're doing and what you've decided to do is something meaningful even if it's prayer sometimes you just need time to pray it is also important sometimes you need time to talk back you know to yourself and give yourself lecture sometimes you need time to you know just stay look at your ceiling you know think you know People don't also realize how, how blessed they are because they haven't found time to count their blessings, mm-hmm. you know. So so it's, so it's also important that you just sit down and think of your life and think of how 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 far you've come, and, you know, and how grateful you should be. It, those are some of the things that happen in that moment of privacy um, and and space. So, for example, also when I go out on this on this self date, I just sit down, I just eat. Sometimes I just, when I'm out, I just think about how beautiful the world really is. 
you know i just when i'm if i'm eating spanish food for example i'm eating uh, i'm eating italian food like i did on my birthday i just be thinking wow so i just think of the most random things and i'm like wow so someone just took time to cook this meal there's actually food in this world though you know so these spanish people how did they come up with this recipe i'm just thinking of random things that are not you know that are not you know work or anything that is stressful so you just at that moment of reminiscing that moment of you know easing off and 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 sort of taking in the breeze and taking the experience of the moment it's very helpful and it did help me um one of the things i also did even in 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 protecting my space and privacy was to was to hike um the, luckily for me there's even there's a mountain by my house so I, sometimes i just hike and I, i climb on top of the mountain and just lie down the breeze i just enjoy the breeze and play music um those are some of the things that i i have come to enjoy doing um so yeah then the next thing also is um the fourth thing now is i realized that worrying doesn't change the outcome worrying doesn't change the outcome um and that's what that, that was one of the things i just thought like it was one of those um moments one of those aha moments those moments where you're like oh wow this is actually true you know when that thought just entered my head that why are you why are you worrying worrying doesn't change anything but for me it wasn't just a thought but also the experience so those times when i when i told you that i, I had panic attacks whenever i received emails or got calls or you know whatever or maybe when i when i applied for something and i just cannot could not wait for the results and the result eventually comes out i just realized that your worrying did not make the did not change the outcome from earlier you know? like yeah go on yeah, exactly so it's it, 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 your word did not make it become positive <laughs> and right. your word did not make it become negative it just became what it was supposed to be what it was meant to be so then why spend a, a good huge amount of your time being worried so I, when i just realized that was, i i mean some of these things are not easy to do to love mm-hmm. to let go worrying is not easy to stop doing worrying is like it's like everybody's defaults you know right. it's it's easy to worry in fact it's easiest thing so when so when you do things you just worry about what's going to come out of it but even in that default it's important for us to just take uh, you know um deliberate steps you know when you feel worried just cut it down when you feel when you feel some type of way just let it go just remind yourself that worry will not change the outcome when we change the outcome and then what now helped me in time in in this in, in in these times of worrying was that i started trusting more in god so i realized that if worrying cannot change the outcome then what can change the outcome then oh, then i just thought about it, philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and you know it became one of the verses that i fell in love with um that in it, it, um whatever you do it's, it, i mean I i'm trying to paraphrase now don't be anxious about anything but in everything through prayer and blah 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 present your request to god exactly so so it became you know sort of my mantra when worry creeps in and i also realized that just trust the process and leave and drop the worry um it may end up not the way you planned mm-hmm. but the point is that it ended up the way it was supposed to end right so just you know leave it leave it at that and then when now these days when things happen i just wait for i just wait for the outcome instead of worrying about the outcome i just wait for the outcome 
so that's that, that's like one of the things that happened um that you know that that helped me through mental health uh, uh, phase the fifth one yeah go ahead sorry not to cut you short but like speaking on worry right um yeah the reason why we worry so much as people is because um, we are so fixated on a particular outcome out of the situation. Like, this is what I want. Um, I want them to pick me. So, like, I'm so worried. Oh, what if they don't pick me? What if they don't pick me? What if they don't pick me? Yeah. If they don't pick you, they don't pick you. <laughs> Do you exactly. <laughs> and, and the thing is, we, we, we want something so much, we forget that there are so many other ways to get to a particular destination. Right? right. So, like, and I, I was having a discussion with somebody one time, and I was like, life is easy doing. It is, thank God you did this particular thing, because in doing this thing, you find out or figure out something else that will lead to something else, that will lead you to that destination, even better, a better destination that you could have ever imagined. So worrying cripples your imagination. It cripples, it cripples creativity generally, to be yeah. honest. And you cannot see any other thing except from that thing that you're worrying on. And it's not, it's not a, a very easy thing to legit let go of because yeah. we've been worrying since when since we've known how to think about ourselves we've always been worried about things mm. but um the only spirit definitely is a guide is a helper definitely helps to sort of like settle your mind like if you literally hold the word of god and like you know that everything <laughs> for your good and according yeah. to what i mean for your life just Anytime you think of that, you you you're in that worry stage. Just grab the scripture, like yeah, this is this is what I believe in, and you just see worry fade away, like like it wasn't even there before. But yeah, please go on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and worry is like you said, it's it's really not easy. Um, you just imagine your child, your child is sick. You know, you just have to worry if they're gonna get well. Right. Or just imagine that you invest in the business, invest in in in, in you invest heavily in the business, and you're just worrying. What the outcome would be, so and so it's, it's it's not easy, but it's worth trying, you know. Because obviously, and why is it worth trying? Because it's not worrying is not a negative, it's not a positive thing. Actually, no. it's not a positive thing. It just drains you instead of it's not a productive thing to do. I think that's the best way to put it. So, um, the fifth thing I have in my series is that I started paying attention to what was working. Um, I think I've touched on this earlier. Um, it's gratitude um, but it's also linked to uh what i when i talked about space and privacy but it's important that the thing about paying attention and how why i i i, I had to you know list this is that sometimes we don't i was i was i was i was um i was intentional about the phrase paying attention we don't pay attention many times we don't, we don't, and it's easy not to pay attention because, you know, the chaos in the world, the chaos in your life, drama, everything, we don't just pause and pay attention to the things that are actually happening, you know, for you. And you, it may just be 10% of your life, <laughs> which I don't think is possible anyway, but it may just be 10% of your entire life and existence. But that 10% is worth pausing and paying attention to you know and you know the opposite of worrying i think is to pay attention you know that moment you that that time you spend in pain in worrying could actually be spent in just pausing and paying attention listen to actually to what's happening in your life and listening is uh, is not metaphorical it's not you know it's not a buzzword i'm just saying i'm saying it literally to just stop 
and listen you know what's actually working and that's that suddenly leads to sort of counting your blessings i think it's one of the first steps that leads to gratitude when now when you pause and you're listening and you say you know there, there are many things that that are working you know as long as you're a human being and it may not be the things it may not be the most you know um you know, it may not be the grandest things. It may not be the 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 things that maybe would would, would make you blow, <laughs> or yeah, the right. things that would, would. It may just be the small things, but those small things are still things that, if you look around, there's still many people that don't even have those small things. Yeah. You know, they're just something that is working. And like I said, it could just be the air you breathe. It could be your the safety you have. People get kidnapped every day. People get killed every day. But you're just you're, you're somehow safe. It could be the food that you just managed to eat. It may not be <laughs> may not be balanced diet, but at least it's food that you that you that you've eaten or that you're eating. Some people don't even have that. It may, it may just be the roof over your head. It doesn't matter if you're living on, under your if you're living in your car or if you're living under the under the bridge. You know. But it's a roof over your head, and there are people who don't who who would do would do anything to to have that. It could just be you know the family. You know you have your dad alive, you have your mom alive, you have your siblings around. You know even if you don't have your dad alive, you have your mom alive. Even if you have you don't have your mom alive, you have your your, your dad alive. Even if you, have, you don't have any parents alive, you have your siblings. There's just something. That's my point. There's just something that is. You know that is that is working for you. It could be the friends that you have. They may not be the friends that are giving you money or that are, or that are, or that are solving your problems. But the fact that you just have a network of people around you is something that is important, that is worth um, um, sort of um, being grateful for. There's just something. Maybe you don't have the, the the job or the career of your dreams, but you currently have a job that you are that is putting food on your table. Mm. You know that you should be grateful for. You may not be employed yet, but you happen to be in an in, a, in an internship program. One of the things I tell the young people um, in the program is that is uh, is take internship seriously. It may not be the job that you want. It may be it may be even it may even be spending money in the internships, but take internships seriously because that those are periods of it depends on how you utilize the internships. You can build network with it, with with in, um, as an intern. You can learn so much about the job as an intern. You. You can find favor in 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 your boss as an intern, and then who eventually hire you. But if you're an intern and all the time you're complaining, you're ungrateful, you're you're not counting it as something important, then you miss out on all the things that may happen from being that intern. You know, so we miss out of a lot of things just because we're not paying attention to what's actually working. Your health may be the thing working for you. You you hardly visit the hospital. You you hardly get down with malaria you know so this is definitely something but many times you we just don't count those things and for me i didn't I, I wasn't counting them at the time i fell i fell into the bad mental health state i i mean look at a guy that just graduated from from school with a first class degree and in less than six months you got a job and it wasn't even a 10k job or a 20k job or a 50k job it was a it was a, it was a, a good job and i was and look at me i was just being being you know i didn't pause to realize that something's actually working and i was thinking of what to happen next or i was thinking of you know that picture i was holding on to that life that i was thinking that i, that I thought i should be living which i may eventually leave 
but there are steps that steps that should lead us and i think it's very common with young people especially with um millennials and gen uh, you mean younger millennials now and gen z's you know we think that life should happen fast yeah you we, know we, are, we we just we want things to happen fast we want to you know ah and it's it's, it's not helpful you know for if you if, if you're going to get to a particular point there's a process to that and you have to you know get through and live through a process and it's, and it's important I wonder, that's one of the lessons i learned um so i stopped at some point and i decided to pay attention i said to you know and when i when i started paying attention i started realizing wow and you know look at how you have transitioned look at how in just a short period of time look at how you've moved from earning this salary to earning this salary and to earning this salary Look at how you've moved, you know, from not having a job to having a job. Look at how you've moved from, you know, from this bad health to this good health. You know, you now begin to realize what is actually working and how you've progressed in a short period of time. And truth is, it may, it just may not also be where you, you may not still be where you want to be. But the point is that you're not where yesterday. There's been a move. It's been a shift, and that shift is important for you to. To, to recognize and to take note of um so so yeah I, I mean paying attention i think is very important and that's why i enlisted it here um paying attention to what is working um then the sixth thing i, I did uh, was you know and this one probably one of the um less deep things in this in this in this list is that i set a bedtime and i stuck to it mm-hmm. I said the bedtime and I stuck to it. So, um, how did that happen? You know, I told you about um, my some of my uh, episodes when I had this mental health issues, so difficulty sleeping. I had insomnia. I would hardly, I would barely sleep, and even if even if I slept, I would wake up, you know, and never go back to sleep. And what I did was I did a lot of things actually apart from setting a bedtime. But what I did. That, uh, that helped me was to set a bedtime. Hi guys, that brings us to the end of the first part of the episode of Mental Health with Hilary. And to do a short um, summary of the, f- the five steps that he spoke about in this episode, which will be continued in the next episode. We have another five in the next episode. Is number one, to say yes to yourself. Number two is to know that the aim of life is to keep moving, moving, move on, move out, move forward, move towards, just keep moving. Protect your space and privacy. Learn to spend time with yourself and actually enjoy it. Be at peace with just yourself. Um, Worrying doesn't change the outcome of anything, so there's no need to spend time worrying. And then lastly, pay attention to what is working. And then that help, that also helps with gratitude, right? I hope um, this few steps and the one that are to come, that is to come, would help someone out there to better manage their mental health um, episode. Um, see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, definitely next week because... Um, we didn't get to, I didn't get to release an episode last week, so I'll be doing um, this week back to back. So yeah, guys, see you guys next week with the second part of the Mental Health episode with Hilary. Love you guys. Have a lovely week ahead.